Hello and welcome to 633 Leadership Podcasts. Probably, like me, you've seen many make professions of faith and then sadly seen little evidence of them growing or continuing in the faith. That's a tragedy that I think in ministry we all have experienced. But there's a story I could tell you of someone that I know who made a profession of faith at an event that we'd held. And later on, in follow-up nurture class, this person denied any need for repentance, for turning from sin. In fact, uh, this person was offended by the thought and said, but I'm not a sinner. Sadly, this one didn't have a change of mind and didn't go on with Jesus. So then, how do we think about a profession of faith and how should we as leaders, teachers, preachers, evangelists be seeking to present the good news now there's more in that than i can deal with in this short podcast but at least let me make a start let me make a start with this question how can we help people enter into the power of a changed life in john 3 7 jesus in conversation with that jewish teacher nicodemus said these famous words we all know them jesus said you must be born again now again, we know being born again is about regeneration. That's the meaning of the word. And it's what lies at the very heart of salvation. It's the absolute key. We as leaders and those we lead need to take great care that we and that they really are born again. Because being born again is about living and leading a new life. It's not just one decision made at one moment in time. There are many who imagine that they're Christian, or they're born again, but actually, sadly, are not. See, the name of Christian is not necessarily the nature of a Christian. Being born in a so-called Christian country, even being recognized as professing the Christian religion is of no effectiveness at all unless something more is added to it. Being born again. Now, this is a mystery and human words can't describe it, certainly not effectively and fully. But Jesus continues to Nicodemus in the next verse, verse 8, and he says, The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound? but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. See, what Jesus is saying is you cannot, it's not possible to can it and market it. We don't know where the wind comes from. We, we, we may experience storms, weather storms in our countries and in our towns and villages and cities, but we never quite know exactly where it's come from or where it's going or what it's going to do next. We can hear it, but that's about all we really know. We can see what is happening when we're in it, but that's all we really know. There's a lot we don't know about the weather. Similarly, with being born again, it's not possible to can it and market it as an ABC. Now, I have nothing against the ABC of admit, believe and confess, but it's not the first thing that we need to tell people. Actually, when we're talking about being born again, it's a mystery of the working of the Holy Spirit in someone's life. So we need to beware of having a formula, although having a clear presentation and leading into it is important. 
But being born again is a change which can be known and felt. It can be known by what we do, how we are, how we behave, by what some might call works of holiness. It can be known by a change of life, priorities, desires, by a yearning for being like Jesus. It can be felt by an experience of God's grace. In Romans 8 verse 16, Paul writes this, God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know who he is and we know who we are, father and children. And I take that from the message paraphrase. God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. It's supernatural. We can't do it for ourselves and nor can anyone else. And we can't make it happen for others either. There is a new divine energy infused into an individual. That energy, that divine energy is the person of the Holy Spirit who works in the heart, renews the soul and affects the entire person. It's not a change of name, but it's a renewal of my nature. So I'm not the person I used to be, but a person made new in Christ Jesus. Now, you can work as a funeral director or undertaker, and you can wash and dress a corpse ready for burial or cremation. But that's far different from making that corpse alive. People can do the first, but only God can do the second. And if you and I have been born again, or anyone we witness to has been truly born again, we will have this humble response. Father God, you are now my spiritual parent. I am your child. If your Holy Spirit had not breathed into me the breath of a new, holy and spiritual life, I would still to this day be dead in my sinfulness. My heavenly life is wholly drawn from you and you alone. My life is now hidden with Christ in God. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Help me by your Holy Spirit to be wholly given up to living as your child, your son or your daughter. That would be our response or something like that if we're truly born again. Now we need to be fully sure on this because being unregenerate, not born again, is to be unsaved, unpardoned, unforgiven, without God, without hope in this world and in the next. Now, for us as leaders of others, we can lead people to this experience of being born again, but we cannot make it happen. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. So what must we do? Well, let me share just some thoughts that are based on my own observation over my years of ministry of people that have been invited to come to Christ. So here's some things that I think are important. We need to help them by showing them the reality and the power of the life that comes from above. The challenge for us as leaders is that this is not about clever words, but it is about a changed life lived out in front of them. And the best way I believe in the 21st century that we can bring someone to Christ is out of relationship with them. Show them the reality, show them the power of that life that comes from above as you and I live it out. Help them to be open to the power and the forgiveness and the life of God through Christ. 
Don't let them think that this is now all about what I do. No, it's all about his power at work in us. It's all about not only his forgiveness at that moment in time, but his ongoing forgiveness whenever we fall and whenever we turn back. And it's his life in us. It's the life of Christ that we now live. We can help them but by encouraging them to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because only then can they hope to live the born-again life. Help them discover that the good news is about life. And that the road into this experience of life is through repentance and faith. And always is. We need to come back in repentance so often. And we need to renew our faith so much. But importantly... If we can do those things, if we can show them the reality and power of life, if we can show them a changed life, if we can help them to be open to the power of God at work within them and to the fullness of the Spirit, if we help them to see that the good news is about life and how they live it, then comes the challenge of helping to make disciples, of building their relationship with Jesus as the source of daily life. So many Christians, it seems, so many who call themselves Christians seem that Monday to Friday, let's say, is, is, is just hard. And then they'll have a, have, a, have a good time on Sunday when they come to church and try again for the next week. But no, we need to build a relationship with Jesus that works every day of our lives, wherever we are. Discipleship is about strengthening a sense of identity as a child of God. Nothing else will keep people secure in a confusing and challenging world. When everything is flying around, when, when people are questioning who they are, questioning purpose, questioning sexuality and identity, only when we really know that who I am essentially in my core is that I'm a child, I'm a son or I'm a daughter of God, will I be able to stay secure. We need to build and develop not only those two, things a relationship with Jesus and a sense of identity as a child of God but we need to do that in relationship with other believers because one of the worst things that can happen to a new believer is to end up isolated from other believers incorporate them into church into family help them to recognize the joy of hearing God for themselves Jesus said my sheep hear my voice they don't have to just listen to his voice through the preacher on a Sunday, but they can hear him every day of their lives and grow in that and share that word then with others too. We need to help new disciples to discover the giftings and the graces that Jesus has released to them so that they can make him known to others through their lives too. And let me suggest also, we need to help new believers find their place within the body of Christ so that they're secure in the family of God, living as children of God and functioning as parents to another generation of new believers. And that, of course, is mission. The challenge for us as leaders in leading another person into a born-again experience is huge. People today are used to embracing this philosophy and that philosophy and adding it on and bolting it into whatever went before and mixing it all up and let's just pick this and pick that and mix them together. That might make me feel better. But we're called to bring people into a born again experience by the power of the Holy Spirit. Can I pray with you now 
as we face that challenge in the 21st century, wherever it is that you are listening to this message. Let's pray. Father God, in this incredibly challenging world, may we as leaders be certain about the essential truths of the good news. And may we be gracious with those who do not yet know Christ. Clear in how we present the availability of that life of Jesus to other people. And committed to enabling new believers to become fully equipped disciples. And above all of that, may we live out with complete integrity the life of Jesus in front of and in relationship with those that we are leading. Help us, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that Jesus' life might always be powerfully at work within us. We ask it in his precious and powerful name, the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this leadership podcast. We hope it's helped you. There'll be more content on the website soon. Please follow us on Facebook at 6.33 or on Twitter at 6 underscore 33. Remember that 6 is the number and 33 are the words. Also register on 6.33.co.uk so that we can keep you in touch by email. Thanks for listening. God bless you. See you again soon.